Hi, this is Laura Bunso with Pelvic Like It Is, my very first episode. I am beginning this podcast because I have had 25 years of experience in pelvic health as a pelvic health physical therapist. Owned my own practice for 18 years now, which is an outpatient private physical therapy practice in Jacksonville, Florida. I have three children and running the practice has not been an easy feat. In my 40s, approaching my midlife, almost 50, and thought this was a really good time to share from all of the crazy events of having three children running a business. Anyways, all based really on this whole experience of helping women and men and everything in between who have had issues with their pelvis. I've, of course, found my voice literally and figuratively in this season of life. My children are now ages 22, 19, and 16, and they're all, thank thank God, happy and healthy, which also has not been an easy task. One of my children with some serious medical conditions. But through encouragement from patients, employees, and friends, I am beginning this really in an effort to encourage and share with all of you about the things that are possible and how miraculously designed to heal your body is and hopefully enable you to take better care of yourself throughout any season of your life and be able to truly save your life and and live it to the fullest. I had many experiences prior to having children that included great advice followed by just wait till you have kids implying that everything is going to fall apart and fit literally as far as your physical body goes. And also as far as the rest of life goes, I found that to not be true. I found my physical well-being to be directly correlated with the amount of energy and effort I put into caring for it. And I also, this age, am probably the strongest and fittest I've ever been in my entire life. But that also is out of uh, effort, really. You get out. You get out of it what you what you put into it. So, I want to start today just about getting your body back after having your baby, being able to recover, and encourage you to know how much fitness you really can get back, and being able to take responsibility for your health and for your actions. I have seen thousands and thousands of of women postpartum after they've had a baby and they're in a beautiful space in life where they've created, you know, out of their body, literally they've created life. It's just such a beautiful thing, but it's also probably one of the hardest things that anyone will ever have to do. Not just the actual physical labor, but the recovery and afterwards and trying to, whether you have one baby, whether you have multiple babies or heaven forbid you didn't get to actually keep your baby. If your baby didn't make it, I'm very sorry if that was you. And sometimes that's even harder to recover physically because now you feel like you have nothing to to show for it. So, but our bodies are designed to have babies. I mean, we are, we are equipped with everything that we need for it. We're also equipped to regain our strength afterwards we are equipped to be able to fully function mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically after we've had a baby. And I think the one of the most important things to note 
is that that is not instant and it is not without effort. It's, it's not, I, I think we get into a really dangerous place when we try to compare ourselves to other people. It, it doesn't even have to be social media. I think that it gets pretty much blamed for everything these days, but it, it, it can be in a conversation at lunch with a, with a friend, or it can be seeing someone in the grocery store who looks like they're four to six weeks postpartum with the tiny baby and they're, you know, just as, as look like they never had one. I feel like it took me an entire year to recover from each baby. Mine are about three years apart. I felt like that was the best spacing really to physically recover. And I had vaginal births with all three of them. I got very, very sick with my second one, which was my son, Lucas, who was born with all the medical issues. I I had meningitis while I was pregnant with him, which I consider a gift because it sent me into preterm labor. And we were able to learn that he would be born with what's called a congenital diaphragmatic hernia, which is where all of his intestines are in his chest rather than in his stomach. And he was missing most of his diaphragm, like 95%. So miraculously, he was able to have a surgery. And unfortunately, it, it retore about a year and a half ago. And he was able to have another surgery to repair that. So, so he, he's doing fantastic, but all of, all of those things, whether it's your newborn or it's later on after you've had children and my son was almost an adult, he was a senior in high school. Whenever this happened, your world stops, of course, because they're your children. And I, I feel like our biology creates that for us. No one needs to tell us that we, we, we make our children the priority. we we were wanting them to survive, right? It's, it's, it's okay. It's a good thing. But the, the rub is, and the difficulty is when we aren't able to heal the way that we need to, because we are caring for everyone around us. I think there's a lot of talk about this just in our culture, in our world about taking care of yourself. And I think there are a lot of messages about that. I think there's just so much pressure for every direction I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I, f- I feel like on any given day, if I really wanted to, I could feel less than in any particular area that I, that I wanted to just from the different messages that we receive. Many of them were well intending, but sometimes the way that they land is not exactly how they were. The, the person or the, the method of delivery for the, the message wasn't necessarily designed that way. So as far as our pelvis goes and having a baby, there's a long list of things. And on a future episode, I, I'm going to have interviews with different patients of mine and experiences that I've gone through and that other people have gone through. But for as far as a vaginal birth goes, you have a long list of things that happen during the course of just a, we'll say a regular birth, although I'm not even sure that there is one. Every birth is so different, but you have stretching of the tissue. But, and again, when I say this, remember that these tissues were designed to stretch. Sometimes they need help facilitating to get, to, to get prepared for birth. Sometimes they need help healing after birth, but we have stretching of the vaginal tissues, the muscles, specifically in my area of practice, pelvic floor muscles, you can get tearing, you can get strain of the muscle, just like you can pull your hamstring, you can pull your pelvic floor or pull a back muscle. It's just tough because it's, you can't see it. It's the only group of muscles in your body. You can't see they're tucked up inside. Even with my jaw, if I clenched my jaw, I could, you can see me clench my jaw, right? But for the pelvic floor, 
you don't know if I'm contracting it right now or not. The only way you might know is if I actually held my breath when I'm doing it, but they're tucked up inside. So it makes it really hard to be able to connect with those muscles and to know whether you're contracting them or relaxing them. And that's sort of the whole principle behind pelvic floor rehab and doing biofeedback in the clinic. So you get to see visually on a computer screen that you're doing what you thought you were doing, or you're not doing what you thought you were doing. So we have those muscle, the musculature, you have ligaments that support the, all of the joints of the pelvis, the sacroiliac joint, your lower lumbar, lumbosacral region, your pubic symphysis, which is a common area that can be strained. And then of course your hips and accepting this extra load on the hips and abdominal tissue, stretching muscles, being overstretched, diastasis, recti, low back pain, and then after birth, pelvic pain, sometimes just, it, sometimes it just hurts because you tore a little bit or you had a cut, but as far as rehabilitating and recovering after having a baby, and there's a, a long list, I, I won't go into all, of all the things that could go wrong. And there's certainly a longer list of all the things that, that, that can and do go right. But for recovering after having that baby, you have normal tissue healing so we, we recommend that you have a pelvic floor evaluation or an evaluation with a pelvic health specialist in that three to six window, maybe before you go back to work or before you sort of get that clearance from your OBGYN. If you have a specialist um, who is near you, it's really hard sometimes to find a, a pelvic health therapist or a facility in Jacksonville has got several, which is really unusual to even have that access. And even with that, we still have a a, a long waiting list for people to get in. So, but for recovering these tissues, you have to get moving, but you also have to appreciate that there is a, a limit to the amount of movement that you can do. In other words, the, you, you just had a baby. I mean, you, you have fatigue of the tissue. You need to have muscle recovery. Think about if you, if you were ever training for a marathon, you ran the marathon on Sunday, you're probably not going to have your fastest, best run on Wednesday or Thursday. There's got to have, you've got to have some time for recovery. One of the best places for us to heal is during sleep, which is hard, hard sought during this season of life. Hopefully you have a great partner who can help with that to allow you to sleep so that you can actually heal. But it's really important to recognize that your physical healing, the tissue repair, whether it's a cut or a tear of muscle or a strain of muscle, it, it typically it occurs when we're sleeping. Those tissues do that repair when we're sleeping. We have to start building our strength back. You're carrying a baby with this big car seat and all of this equipment. And there are just so many things to, to maneuver. So there are some strategies too, because we're essentially kind of at our weakest physically I, I, I literally could, I had a hard time opening a jar. I remember opening after having Lucas, of course I'd had meningitis too, but I still felt super weak. And I remember thinking I've never felt more womanly. Me, it like just, I just was such a strange feeling. It was the hormones and all of the things, but I just felt so physically weak. But those things do improve. But as far as being able to transfer loads and move the baby, you get this 10 pound baby in a 10 pound car seat, plus a you know, all, all of these other things that are going on and trying to lift it. There are strategies for how to bend and lift and use your hips and your knees so that you're not straining 
And of course, hopefully taking the baby out of the car seat so that you're not carrying all of that as much and just carry your, your little nugget instead of the entire kit and caboodle. And then in addition to that, there are things that you can do because I, I, I think babies grab hold of things on their way out and pull. So you, you can get an organ prolapse and all kinds of other things, but us doing strengthening for our pelvic floor and coordination training. So not just training. Some people actually have trouble with relaxing the pelvic floor muscles. And so there's, there are a few different things that can go wrong with them, but coordination training and making sure you have a good connection with those muscles literally having someone examine the muscles and it's much less invasive than going even to the gynecologist and there are no cold metal objects in, in, involved in the evaluation, just a gloved hand so that you can glove finger, you can squeeze around the muscles and be able to feel whether or not the pelvic floor muscles are engaging properly or relaxing properly. So anyways, that's my, my sort of 10,000 foot view of postpartum beginning this pelvic health podcast. I I really have been wanting to do this for two years and finally cracking at it. And I'm sure I'll have lots to learn. I appreciate your kind and constructive feedback on all of this. And I hope everything goes well and I hope you save your life. <laughs> <laughs>